Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. You're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Of course, our podcast is available everywhere. Uh, Anchor is our home base for on all podcasting platforms. And, uh, of course, you can check us out on our social media platforms as well, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, we got a tight show for you today. Gary Smith will be joining us in about two minutes, talking some Tulane and UNO. Um, he's from the Wave Report, NOLA.com, and The Advocate. Also, uh, Glenn Gilbo, you of uh, Outkick.com, will talk some Saints, LSU, and SEC with us at 435. Ali Gassel, the Bird Rights, joins us at 510, talking Pels. We finish up with Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports, talking Saints. And, of course, uh, we'll touch on LSU as well. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we actually taped that program this afternoon in anticipation of uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I had uh, sports director at Fox 8, Juan Kincaid, on. Juan, good friend of mine and does has been in this market for a long, long time. Did a great job. You can catch that with our live broadcast. Well, it's not a live, but I recorded broadcast on Thursday at 1 p.m. on LAE TV, uh, 6 p.m. on LAE TV. Uh, Thanksgiving night on the Deuce at uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday uh, morning, and then Saturday afternoons at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So a lot of ways to catch the program. We'll have it up on our social media platforms probably on um, on Thursday, uh, probably early uh, for those that normally try to catch it at 1 o'clock. Uh, we'll have that up, up though for you early. So, again, those that are going out of town and want to catch it uh, via your phone or tablet, you'll be able to do that. So we'll, get, we'll make sure that we get that up for you pretty early. All right, I want to make just a quick note uh, for some of our sponsors before we uh, head to Gary and uh, we talk some Tulane. Katie's is open on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But on Thanksgiving Day, they will close at 5 p.m. So Wednesday, Friday, Wednesday regular hours, Friday regular hours. Uh, of course, the weekend will be regular hours as well. But uh, 5 p.m., they will close on Thanksgiving. Uh, and I, I would recommend reservations. i got to be honest with you. Both Francesca and Bienvenue will close on Thanksgiving Day, but we'll have regular hours throughout the rest of the week and the weekend. Um, all of the Oceana restaurants are open, okay? Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, um, and, and, of course, uh, Oceana Grill, all open. And they will be open through Thanksgiving, through the weekend, uh, and the Bayou Classic. So, again, if you're heading down to the quarter, go out to, again, one of the Oceana family of restaurants. If you're in Metairie, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, TikTok uh, is open and will stay open. Now, look, they close on Thanksgiving Day at 1 o'clock, and then they open, reopen at 10 p.m. So they, uh, Mike's always done this. He does the same thing on Christmas. He lets his, um, his employees go home and have uh, dinner or celebration with their families. Uh, so they, they will reopen at uh, 10 p.m. So 1 to 10, if you're heading over to TikTok on, on Thanksgiving, they'll be closed, but they'll reopen at 10 o'clock. So we'll give, you a, we'll give that update to you a few times as we go forward on the program today. But, again, uh, that's the, uh, some of our restaurant partners that will be open uh, or closed, depending on, again, which restaurant partner it is during the Thanksgiving holiday. All right, let's head to the guest line. Can't get him? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. Let's, let's jump. No, no, I'll tell you what. Try to get Gary. Let me get some headlines here. And um, if you would, text him and let him know we're trying to get him, please. Uh, that's, uh, of course, our, our uh, producer, Rudy Dixon, trying to um, hook up with um, Gary uh, Smith. 
I do want to give you some updates here. The Saints are, are signing or have signed Malcolm Perry, former Patriots wide receiver, to their practice squad. Ian Rappaport reports it's quickly going to be moved to the active roster. Wow. <laughs> You're signing guys on that were just cut off again uh, off of uh, IR and uh, going to be moved to the uh, to the uh, active roster at the wide receiver position. But we kind of knew that, right? Um, this is an interesting one. Offensive tackle Landon Young in his first start last week for um, Teron Armstead at the left tackle position for the Saints is now on IR with season-ending foot injury. Now, he played the entire second half with a broken foot. So how tough is that dude? Now, look, did, did, how did he grade out? I mean, I haven't seen the entire game yet a second time. I've gotten through the first quarter. You know, then there were times that I saw again that, that in the first quarter where he was right on his his, uh, his keys. Others that again he you know what wasn't there. Look, it was his first start in his first quarter. Uh, but I will say this: that is a tough dude to play the entire second half with a broken foot. Also, um, Marshawn Lattimore, and we kind of figured this right. Once the NFL did not suspend Lattimore, we figured something was going on behind the scenes. And remember, I talked about this several times on the program, that there was probably a negotiation with the Cleveland, uh, with, with, uh, with the Cleveland authorities because he has never been in trouble before. Uh, but, again, there has been a negotiation. The felony gun charge uh, that Lattimore had on the original arrest has been dropped. He is now, again, going to have to serve probation. Uh, that is going to be for failure to inform police that he had a weapon in, in his possession at the time. From what I understand, it's a misdemeanor. So, again, he's got probation. He'll have to do some probation, probably, again, some community service up up in Ohio. But, again, that's probably one of the reasons why um, is uh, one of the reasons why he's in a situation where he is uh, with, uh, with uh, the uh, NFL, where we haven't seen a suspension. Also, um, the USFL is coming back. And I didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday, but I find it interesting. Now, look, I grew up in a time when the USFL uh, was, was was born and, and went through, again, a quick three seasons and then was gone. And, look, there's been many, many documentaries about the USFL and what that situation was. Um, of course, New Orleans had a team. It started in Boston. It was called the Boston Breakers, 1983 for the inaugural season. And then they moved to, again, New Orleans for 1984. They were here for one year, and then they moved to Portland uh, for the final couple seasons of, 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 the, uh, of, of the USFL. So, again, by 1986, USFL was done, so they were in Portland. Uh, but they're re- reviving the, the league. It's going to be a spring league. Remember, one of the reasons why the league folded was there was a split between ownership back then. Uh, Donald Trump had come in and taken over the New Jersey Generals, and he wanted to go head-to-head with the NFL uh, because, again, he wasn't, a, wasn't voting. The, the NFL would not give him a franchise, and he was frustrated by that. So he wanted to go head-to-head. Uh, there was, um, I think there was a, the, the Tampa Bay Bandits owner at the time uh, was, was one of the owners that, again, wanted to stay in the spring, and there was a split between ownership within the USFL. And ultimately, again, they did not play that 1986 season and, and just basically went away. Uh, but all th- this time, again, the, the Fox Sports is reviving the USFL. They actually have a minority stake in the, uh, in the league. This, for this year only, they're going to play all games in Birmingham, Alabama. Eight original franchises will be part of, again, the, the, the resurgence of the USFL. 
uh, there'll be two divisions, north and south. In the north division, it'll be the New Jersey Generals, the Michigan Panthers, the Philadelphia Stars, and the Pittsburgh Maulers. In the south division, it'll be the New Orleans Breakers, the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. Now, it'll start in 2022. It'll be a mid-April through mid-June uh, season for the USFL. There'll be games that'll be on Saturday and Sunday predominantly, but they will also have games on Friday and Monday. So no word on, again, how many games will be played in the season, whether they play each other twice or what that situation is going to be. But, again, the USFL is back. And let me tell you something. I was a huge fan of the USFL back in the day. Uh, they, they had as exciting brand of football as we have seen. Um, a lot of Louisiana talent there. Bobby Bear made his, his bones uh, with the Michigan Panthers and, and the Oakland Invaders uh, when, uh, when he was in the USFL as a mad bomber. Um, you look at the Philadelphia Stars and, of course, winning championship with Jim Moore at the helm and all the players from the USFL that ultimately came to the New Orleans Saints after Bum Phillips was, was fired when Tom Benson bought the team and then brought in Jim Finks, who hired Jim Moore, and you go right down the line of, again, so many of those players. They were integral parts of, of the New Orleans Saints' success to get over the hump with Jim Moore to get to the first playoff game uh, in, in the history of, of the organization. And a lot of that was obviously talent that had been, um, had been drafted by Bum Phillips, especially that 1981 draft. 1984 draft wasn't bad either. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, the influx of, um, of the talent from the USFL in 1985, including Bobby Bear, who, again, you remember the story, was being courted by Edwin Edwards, late Edwin Edwards governor, to come uh, to New Orleans and play. He was getting ready to sign a contract with Seattle and then ultimately, again, came back um, to New Orleans. And, of course, the rest is history as him being a Saints quarterback. Uh, but a big, big deal there in terms of, again, the, uh, uh, the USFL back then. The Breakers, look, they really um, – Corey uh, was it Doug Corey was the, uh, was the coach back then. Um, they had uh, – Buford Jordan was on the team. Marcus Dupuis was on the team. Uh, it was a you know, pretty decent team, but uh, ultimately, again, only lasted one year because, again, this was Saints country. Uh, the, the, remember, that was, the, that was the city kind of reeling still. Uh, they were only a couple years removed, a few years removed from uh, the Jazz leaving for, uh, for Utah. Uh, the Saints were still the, the big thing, and the Saints were starting to really starting to turn the corner in terms of a winning as a winning franchise. So, uh, again, the USFL is back, and we'll, we'll keep tabs on, on, again, how that's going to play out. But, again, that's more jobs. That's more jobs for, again, players, and it's more of an opportunity, if again, for the NFL, which they pretty much did for the USFL, which, again, was to use that as almost a farm league. And, and, and when it disbanded, ultimately, again, grabbing a lot of the great players that were part of that league. And they had some really good players uh, that played in the USFL back then. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to find out what's happening with Gary Smith. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving week. And, look, there's no doubt the Burkhards, again, uh, and, 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 of course, their family, uh, and, of course, their family of, of, uh, of uh, technicians are going to want to be with their family on Thanksgiving. But they are on call. You have a problem with your AC or heating system and you need help, give Burkhardt a call. acpromise.com, acpromise.com, with 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And, of course, on call, 24 hours, they'll be out there to repair your system. You need help? Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com Inside New Orleans if it's New Orleans sports culture, food Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it 
Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Look out for delays that are heavy on 10 westbound from City Park to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are going to be heavy from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the Eastbound side, your backups are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Be mindful of, of a, well, a stalled vehicle that has just been cleared on 10 westbound at Downman. In the meantime, look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. If you're traveling on the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway delays stretch from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And if you're traveling on the westbound side, from the Pontchartrain Expressway to the Crescent City Connection, delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Doval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Doval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Doval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
Don't forget about my friend Dave Miet at Dave Miet Insurance. I tell you what, everybody I talk to is having problems with their insurance companies right now. I haven't met one person that again got uh, the, again the full value uh, for the damage that they received in the in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. Uh, again, the one thing I got going for me is. I've got Dave Biet Insurance. Dave has been with me every step of the way, uh, filing supplemental claims, doing what I need to do to be able to try to get whole in the aftermath of the storm. And, of course, if you're not getting that same type of customer service, maybe you need to talk to Dave Biet. Remember, 556-0809. You want to call, you want to save, you got to call Dave. That's 504-556-0809. Again, whether you're um, a uh, business owner, whether a property owner, whether you're looking for life insurance or, again, insurance on automobile insurance, he's got you covered. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com is his website. It is a one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. So, again, if you want a locally owned and operated insurance company uh, that's an independent agent, that searches over 50 companies for the best coverage, for the best price for you, the consumer, for you, the customer. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Remember, you want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809, or, or check out the website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. All right. It looks like Gary Smith is not going to be able to make it today. One of the things I wanted to talk with Gary about was, again, the, what, we, what we talked about last week on the program and have continued to be able to uh, talk about on this program. Uh, I haven't seen it really anywhere else, but that's Nico Barley's, uh, the former uh, Tulane linebacker's uh, tweet last week. It was a late tweet. It was Thursday night. I caught it late as I was preparing for the show for Friday. And um, in which he said that the Board of Supervisors had secretly raised the academic standards at Tulane uh, for all athletes. And there was a concern there because of, again, uh, the issues that Tulane has had in the past in terms of getting athletes in school to be able to play it again, this, this, higher, this, um, this, this institution, which, again, is, has very, very high academic standards. Um, remember, the University College was a place where Tulane athletes used to go, to, used to take courses, uh, so, again, that they could qualify for a Tulane um, uh, diploma but also could stay eligible for, the, for their prospective sports. Uh, that went away after Katrina and was never brought back. And there was uh, multiple coaches from Selfo all the way down to here to Willie Fritz, uh, from baseball to basketball to football, that again lamented the fact that they weren't able to get athletes in to be able to compete within their conference uh, because of the high academic standards for Tulane. And there was no respite in the form of uh, the, uh, the university college. Um, the uh, academia gave in. Uh, they they lowered the standards for athletes. They gave them courses that again they would be able to uh, be able to traverse uh, at Tulane and still be able to stay eligible for for their prospective sports and be able to graduate with a Tulane diploma. You know all was well. And I talked about going into the um, uh, in the American League now with the defection of again their top teams to the Big 12 and how and, and the CUSA being absorbed and how this is really going to help Tulane win championships. Well, this has been going on behind the scenes now for about four to five days since Nico Marley let this out. John Lejeune June, former uh, offensive tackle for the uh, uh, for the Week uh, Green Wave, also uh, chimed in. Other athletes, again, uh, former athletes uh, that that uh, played at Tulane, chimed in as well uh, on this, and it was looked at as 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 maybe again a, a shot across the bow at um, minority athletes, especially those that live that um, those that live in um, uh, in Louisiana, in New Orleans. Uh, uh, and might have had a tough time getting in to Tulane with, again, the raised academic standards. Uh, Gary Smith told me this afternoon before we, um, we came on the program 
that, again, since this has been released on social media and this has now been passed around the uh, Tulane family, uh, that, again, the Board of Supervisors is backing off and that they are, um, uh, that, again, the standards will remain the same. So that is great news for Tulane. But, I, but it's also, it's dirty. I mean, it's just dirty, man. I mean, this is, Tulane's got a history of this stuff. And, and, and I just got to say this across the board. I mean, what happened to me? What happened to honesty, okay, and integrity and, and being honorable? I mean, here you got the Pelicans, again, playing this stupid game with Zion Williamson and his family, and David Griffin, who has lost all credibility with both the fan base and the media here in New Orleans because of his dishonesty and mistrust. Okay, so he's done. Okay, there's not a, even if he turns it around here in New Orleans, he's never going to be able to get that off, off, off that that off of his reputation. He's not. Okay, he has basically burned the bridge with the fan base and the media here in New Orleans because of his dishonesty. And then we've seen Tulane do this before with the Oliver B. Blue stuff that Corey Johnson broke back um, uh, way back when when he was with uh, with uh, with uh, 870. And, of course, when they were trying to de-emphasize athletics and they were trying to go the back way to drop them down to Division Three, And, of course, uh, there was a member of the Board of Supervisors that contacted Corey, gave him all the information. Corey went on the air with it on, on, on 870. And, of course, Tulane fans, the, the ones that were left, right, were, were outraged. They, they picketed in front of Tulane University. Ultimately, again, Scott, Cow- Scott Cowan, then the, the, the president of, of Tulane, had to, had, to, had to basically backtrack on it and, and, and allow Tulane to stay in, in in Division One, and you know, I think it was shortly after that Tulane went undefeated in football. Okay, um, but just ridiculous, man! Absolutely ridiculous that all this stuff that this stuff goes down with Tulane. Look, we know you're a, a, again a high academic standard university, but there are others. Look at the ACC and the high academic standards that they have, and they're still able to be able to field Division One teams. Okay, they are across the board. Uh, so, again, honesty. Be honest with your fan base. The fan base has dwindled since I, since I grew up in uptown New Orleans uh, in the 60s and 70s, okay? And, and a lot of those fan, that fan base has died off. So, again, I've been saying this since they put a microphone in front of my face, that, again, Tulane has dropped the ball on generations, generations of, of, of again, prospective fans. Look, they couldn't fill that dome to save, to save your life, right? And I said this way back, again, when, when we started Sports Wrap over 20 years ago, that give the tickets away. Go to Nord. Go to the schools. Give every single kid in the school as many tickets as they can handle. All right, and then they got to go home to their parents, and they got to tell their parents, "Hey, I got free Tulane tickets. Mom and Daddy, take me to the to the game." And of course, they get kids in the stands. Eventually, those kids may end up liking Tulane. They may end up be a fan of Tulane, and then you're building your fan base over and over again. Uh, they didn't go to the playgrounds, they didn't go to the schools, and they allowed again the fan base to die off. And then here you are now with a minimal fan base here in the city of New Orleans. Uh, maybe you have some, again, fans that are, again, that are out of the state that went to Tulane, they're alumni of Tulane that live in the Northeast, that live around the country, but they're not here supporting the team. So Tulane is reaping what it's sowing. And let me tell you something. This would have went through. They would have lost Willie Fritz. They'd have lost Ron Hunter. They'd have lost every decent coach they have on, on, on staff there at Tulane. Because let me tell you something. No coach that wants to be in a Division I program is going to be in a situation where he's going to be hogtied by academic standards. The standards are high enough. So, thankfully, this has turned around. 
And thankfully, we're in a situation now where, according to Gary Smith today, after him bringing it to the attention of, of, uh, of Michael Fritz, Fritz the uh, president of Tulane University, Board of Supervisors, they're now backing off. But it took Nico Marley to find out through a Board of Supervisor member to be able to put that on social media. I found out about it. Other Tulane members, uh, other Tulane athletes found out about it. And, of course, then it became, uh, again, a story within the Tulane family. Just, again, honorable. Can someone, again, where's, where's, can, they, can we have some individuals that are in charge of these situations that can be honorable? David Griffin, President Fritz, please. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Glenn Gilbo of uh, Outkick.com. We'll talk some Saints and LSU with him. But before I go, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to console my wife tonight because uh, Fox 8 is reporting that the Dollar Tree is no longer going to be the Dollar Tree. It is now going to be a price point of $1.25. My wife lives in the Dollar Tree. And for all of those, uh, those uh, men out there, husbands out there, where their wives are going for the discounts at the Dollar Tree, just want to give you a little heads up. The Dollar Tree is no more. It's now the $1.25 tree. So I know there will be some mourning in my house tonight when my wife gets home from work. Hope it's not happening in yours. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoly. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Han Roofing has been in business throughout Louisiana for over 32 years. Today I come to you with a warning. 
There's a lot of people walking up the streets and they're promising the world. If it sounds too good to be true, I'm guessing it probably is. I would suggest that you try to use Louisiana contractors. I think there's plenty of us here and that we can handle this work. We just handled Lake Charles. Call us today for a free estimate at 504-737-2228. Diamonds Direct celebrates the holidays with you with a magical offer to make your dream gift more affordable than ever. Starting this Friday, we're offering four years zero interest financing. Has she been dreaming of a new engagement ring, a bigger diamond, an elegant pair of diamond earrings, or a stunning diamond eternity band? With this amazing offer, you can afford to go big this Christmas. Just pick any item, get the unbeatable value price Diamonds Direct is known for, and spread your payments over four years with zero interest. Think about a $9,000 design ring comes out to just $188 a month. At Diamonds Direct, our showcases are filled this year with gifts she'll absolutely love. Gifts that will last a lifetime. Colored gemstones, all-new designer jewelry from New York and L.A., and the biggest collection of rare, precious diamonds we've ever offered. It all starts Black Friday. Diamonds Direct special holiday finance offer. Get holiday hours, directions, and see exclusive online Black Friday offers at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Welcome back. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Of course, uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You're looking for a, uh, a shop that's got ASC certified technicians? You got it at Southern Tire. You're looking for a shop that has the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership? You got it at Southern Tire. You're looking for a shop that's got even more diagnostic equipment than the dealership has? That is Southern Tire. How about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area? That's Southern Tire. Something for everyone's budget? Yes, Southern Tire. And, of course, the wheels and tires of the 30-inch and financing is available. Looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or, again, your personal vehicle? It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You don't stay around long that long in this town unless you're doing something right for your customers. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, um, Gary Smith, unfortunately, had some phone problems. I spoke with him, and um, uh, he will rejoin us next week. And uh, so, again, right now, we turn our attention to um, uh, Glenn Gilbo, Outkick.com. Talk some Saints and LSU with him. Glenn, how you doing, bud? Good. Good, Eric. I just lit up an underground, underground cigar, and I'm uh, uh -oh. after a long, long day, and uh, ready to talk a little ball with you. Sounds good. And are are you 
Are you going to be working through the Thanksgiving holiday, or is this? Is this? Are you going to be like me at six o'clock this evening? I'm on a little mini vacation. No, dude, I'm never on vacation this time of year. I'm going to be uh, working through the week. I'll be at the Saints game uh, Thursday night, and I'll be writing on the Ole Miss Mississippi State game while that game's going on. So uh, beautiful, big big Egg Bowl. Um, yep. And uh, then, then I'll be at the LSU A&M game Saturday. I was going to go to the Iron Bowl on Saturday, but with uh, Auburn falling off and then LSU possibly, uh, you know, having a head coach maybe by Saturday or, or maybe mm-hmm. getting close to it on Saturday, I just want to be uh, in the press box that night in case something happens, sure. which has happened before. Um, from, let's Before we get into LSU, the team, anything you're hearing? This is, it, it's really weird. I mean, again, last week it really blew up with Lincoln Riley. Uh, this week it's kind of gotten quiet. I read your article in OutKick about who you, you thought the last three um, standing were. Uh, are you hearing anything at all? Uh, because it's become eerily like the quiet before the storm here uh, in terms of the coaching search. Well, you know, um, I think um, – <clears throat> Some of the reasons why, uh, you know, you heard a lot about Jimbo Fisher, from not from me, but from other sources, and then you heard a lot about uh, Lincoln Riley was, you know, LSU had interest there, but, you know, they might not be interested in LSU. Jimbo is definitely not interested in LSU, I think. But, you know, they can go back. They can go back a second time, go back a third time mm-hmm. and keep trying. I think Lincoln Riley – I think LSU might still have an outside shot at, at Lincoln Riley. Um, but um, everything I've been told the last couple of days is, is Dave Aranda is the, is the main focus. And uh, if not Dave Aranda, maybe about the same, uh, Billy Napier at, at Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So, look, you're a lifelong Louisianian. You know LSU like the back of your hand. You know the fans. You know the you know the, uh, the 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 TAF. You know all the boosters and everything that's going on there. How does that sit? How do you go from Jimbo Fisher, uh, Lincoln Riley, uh, to a Dave Aranda, Billy Napier? Well, uh, you know Dave Aranda and Billy Napier were on the original coaching list at just about all the usual spots. But they weren't as big uh, a names as, no, as the other ones. No. No, you're right. You're right. But, but uh, to answer your question, I think LSU fans um, would would be happy with Aranda or or Napier. I, I do. I think they'd mm-hmm. be overjoyed with Lincoln Riley or Jimbo. But I just knew from early on from Jimbo's camp, he, he's not interested. I guess he could change his mind in five minutes, but I don't think he, he's not interested in LSU right now because of where he is at A and M, where right. his roster is. And it, it just wouldn't be a good time for, for him to leave right now. Things are going too good, and he just got there. Uh, Lincoln Riley's a little different. He's been in Oklahoma a while, um, you know, but he, he could be an NFL coach. You know, he, he uh, may, maybe he I, – I still think they had a shot at him. That would be a great the, – the fans would love that hire. Everybody would love that hire. And then a little degree down would be Aranda and, and Napier. But, boy, if you don't get Aranda or Napier, you know, then what? Because – you know, there's a scenario. I wrote about this this afternoon. Um, just went up a couple hours ago. I mean, you have a scenario where where Napier could go to Florida, Aranda right. to USC, and Kiffin mm-hmm. to to uh, Miami. You know, uh, so then, yeah. then where is LSU at, at that point? You know, Matt Campbell, uh, you know, Stoops. I mean, then then it gets a little uh, scary. 
Yeah. Now, handicap that for me. I mean, uh, if Napier had a choice between LSU and Florida, you'd think he'd lean toward the University of Florida over LSU? You know, I think he would. I think he would. Um, you know, uh, I know some people who've covered Napier a while, but but it's nothing that, that he couldn't be convinced otherwise. I mean, it's not a slam dunk he likes Florida more than LSU. I, I think it's close. You know, there's some good reasons both sides. I mean, he's never recruited in, in Florida, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's recruited well in Louisiana, including East Texas. You know, so he could he could kind of jump right in. It would be a seamless move for him to go to LSU. But, you know, LSU hasn't been as hot on him as Florida. Is. That's true. No. You know? Actually, I don't think they got hot on him until I heard until they heard Florida was interested. Yeah. That's the way it feels. Yeah, yeah that, to me too. And, 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 you know, he wouldn't have to convince the fan base that I'm a good coach even though I'm from ULL. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. still a lot of that sentiment among LSU yes. people, including those people who work at LSU. They just have a mm-hmm. kind of a warped way of looking at, at ULL, you know. And, and ULL is not the same little high school it was 25 years ago. You right, know? I mean, no doubt. A pretty solid football program. But, you know, Alabama probably wouldn't want to hire a coach from South Alabama. You know, neither, neither would Auburn. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to get past that and you got to look at the individual and what he's done. And he's won consistently. He's been ranked. ULL's never yep. ranked. Plus, he's got a, he's got great pedigree. The coaches that he's yep. coached under—that's what I look at. You know, yeah, no and he, no he's taken the the lessons from those coaches, and and again, utilized those in his own program and what he's done for for the University of Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and uh, you know, they that could end up really biting LSU on its butt if if Napier goes to to Florida and is and is real successful, or if, uh, yes. If Lane Kiffin goes to Florida and is real successful, which which could happen, mm-hmm. uh, and that's another guy that LSU was just not interested in, you know, and um, you know Dave Aranda could be a great coach. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's done enough quite yet, but uh, sometimes you hire a guy before he he does it because of what he can show, and you know Aranda's definitely well thought of, but uh, they got to get one of those two, Aranda mm-hmm. or Napier, I think. Now, interesting you say USC. I know a lot of people, again, talk about his California ties, and that may be the situation that, that may lure him there. But, I mean, he's only, what, a couple of years. You're so removed from LSU. I mean, he knows LSU as good as any coach out in the nation right now. That's true. That's true. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's not uh, – you know, sometimes people want to live in a, a region of the country. It has nothing to do with that, that school, really. You know, and and uh, he he just might prefer to live uh, in California. <laughs> and I mean, where he's from and what he went, where he went to school, an hour from right. L.A. You know, I mean, that's a, yes. a beautiful area. I was just mm-hmm. there a couple of years ago. Um, you know, but but then again, he uh, he may say, "Oh well, I know this. I know LSU. I know this terrain." Even though he's not known as a great recruiter, you know, he has recruited the area. He would he would feel comfortable. He mm-hmm. would he would be working with a lot of the same people, not necessarily assistant coaches, but a lot of the same staff, right? You know, equipment people and so forth, which is important to coaches. Uh, so I, I could see where he would be very interested in LSU in returning to LSU, and that's one of the reasons why um, uh, I feel like Scott Woodward likes Aranda is because he he has been at LSU, and and he was there during all the uh, 
Title IX and the lawsuits and the investigations, mm-hmm. and he's not involved in that at all. No, he's 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 been he, yeah, he's not been involved in any of that. Let me ask you about Luke Fickle and Crystal Ball. I mean, both of those guys were also on uh, high on a lot of people's list. Are they not even on the radar right now? You know, Crystal Ball. Um, I always kind of heard that he was. A, I always listed him in my LSU list. You know, he was he was kind of a um, outlier candidate uh, for LSU. He is very interested in in Florida, but but I think Florida is more interested in, in Napier. Mm-hmm. right now um but uh you know if everything falls through with aranda and uh napier goes to florida um or kiffin goes to florida um you know then, then maybe lsu could get crystal that that might be a uh you know better alternative than um than the iowa state coach who's been on right what matt, matt campbell what what leads you to right. believe that 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 um that lincoln riley has cooled on lsu well, I mean, I don't know if he was ever—I don't know if he was ever hot on LSU. I mean, mm-hmm. what I do know is that LSU was hot on him, but that yes. doesn't necessarily mean that that he's definitely interested. Now, if they—he's making—I uh, think he's making an eight million range. If they—he's making you know, yeah, seven point six million. Yeah, if they throw more than that at him. Well, I mean, there was a lot of talk last week. It was going to be twelve. going to be eight years, ninety-six million, almost twelve million a year. Sure. I mean, and, and my and my answer was, how do you turn down twelve million dollars? Right, right, exactly. Well, you know, if 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 you're if you really like where you are and your your boss brings you up to ten million, then then maybe you can you can think about it, you know. But uh, I mean, I, I don't know what's going through Lincoln Riley's head. You know, maybe he wants to be an NFL head coach. You know, he he can become an NFL head coach from Oklahoma just as easy as uh, as sure. LSU. Maybe maybe his right. family likes it there. But you know, but, but what I wrote last week, I mean, he's been in Oklahoma a long time because he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Two years before he was the head coach, been the playoffs three times with Oklahoma. He was in the Big Twelve before that. You know, so sometimes these guys just want to do something different. You know, and and um, I, I think uh, that, that that there's enough there for for Woodward to, to make a, a strong strong offer to try to get him. Yeah, be interesting to see again how that plays out. You think it'll be done by the weekend? Um. Yeah, I, w- I was told it will be done this week or or early next week. And, and just okay. because that's the end of the regular season doesn't really mm-hmm. mean anything because, you know, uh, I mean, the, 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 the championship games is really kind of like the regular season. So, uh, you know, I could see some other opening stretching out there. But, you know, with, with Woodward firing Coach Joe so early, You'd think you'd have somebody by now, so yeah, you, you would. I mean, you're ready to go, unless that individual's still involved in the playoffs, and that would be the only thing that could hold that back. I would agree. Well, and even uh, that, but even that, it depends on the school, because you know, like when Steve Spurrier went from Duke to Florida, he uh-huh. just, it, it was out that he was going to Florida when he was still at Duke for the last game. So, you know, I could see Napier coaching another game or two at UL. Yeah, everybody well, leaving. I mean, that's a little different. So something's got to happen soon on all these fronts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was talking about anybody that was in a national championship mix, a playoff mix here. Again, oh, they're, again, okay. they're not going. They're not going to upset the apple cart with their own program when they got a chance to win a championship and and have the you know the instead of the narrative about going to the championship narrative that their the, the, the coach is leaving. So from that situation, exactly. uh, yeah, do want to ask you about this not... week? Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah, that, that gets that gets touchy because sometimes a lot of people know, and then it's hard to keep you quiet. But I, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, weekend, uh, last game uh, of the seniors at Tiger Stadium, Texas A&M coming in, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, the, the LSU's playing for a bowl game. If they win, they go to a bowl game. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think LSU has a shot here? Do you think LSU can rise up and beat Texas A&M, or is this going to be a situation where Jimbo's going to try to make a statement? Uh, you know, I don't think Jimbo's going to try to make a statement. I, I think he's going to try to win a game and, and, and keep what's been a pretty good season going for him. Um, if, if they come in flat, though, you know, they could, they could get beat. Because, I mean, look, look at LSU. I mean, they, they've been an up-and-down team, and, and, you know, they've got up for games when you thought they wouldn't, and they, they haven't when you thought they would. You know, their Alabama game was, in, was impressive. Um, and, uh, you know, even if O wasn't getting fired and everything was going great, I could see them playing uninspired against ULM as they did last week. So uh, Texas A&M means a lot to, to LSU. So it's the last game. You know, a lot of players love Coach O. I, I think LSU is going to play very well. Saturday, uh, you know that defense has been improving. Uh, yes. I can't say the same about the offense, but uh, you know uh, if they can have some kind of a running game, I, I think LSU is going to play well and and have a chance to win win this game on Saturday for sure. Coach O's an emotional guy; he'll have them ready for his last game. What are you hearing about the Eli Ricks uh, transfer portal defection? Well, you know, just another uh, abandonment of of the ship from LSU players over the last couple of years. You know, we saw it from Terrace Marshall last mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he doesn't know who the coach is going to be at LSU. Uh, you know, there's a lot of questions out there. Maybe he wants to uh, go for a play for a team, uh, you know, that he knows is going to be really good next year. And I, I was thought it was interesting the way Coach O w- was asked about it. I mean, he sounded like yeah. he really didn't care. He didn't, didn't even know. Care, you know. Right. Didn't, didn't know, didn't really, didn't really care, you know. And, and, and that's uh, interesting because they have a history going back to when he was a, a kid uh, in California, went to a lot of USC camps, and that's how he ended up at LSU because their relationship. Well, Coach Joe does a lot to these kids, so maybe he gets fed up with them just, you know, quitting on him. You know, he, he was upset when Terrace Marshall left last year. Right. You know, so he might just be getting tired of that, you know. And, uh, since he's not coming back next year, you know, you know, somebody asked him if he if he talked to Eli's mom. He said no, said he hadn't talked to right. Eli. You know, so I think Ed's kind of moved on from it. But you know, he he might have said the same thing even if he was still the coach and everything was going good. Because at some point, I mean, you know, what can you do? If a kid if a kid wants to leave like that, you know, the heck with him. Yeah, it's it's too easy for him to go now. So again, it's it's hard to hold them back at this point, no doubt. Yeah, Glenn, yeah you know, you know what, you know what, uh, Eric, uh, Rick Green, former LSU pitcher, is yeah, one of my right? Twitter followers. He made a great comment on uh, Twitter the other day about the transfer portal. He says it's like kids in travel ball baseball that just they don't like what they're doing, so they just go to another team. You yeah, know, well, like I tell you, that is a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really that's, was. that's spot on. That is spot on, no doubt. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Glenn. Tell us about Outkick and what you got coming up for us. Well, on Outkick.com, uh, right now I have a, a column on Lane Kiffin. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if he just stayed at Ole Miss and if he got Arch Manning uh, to come to Ole Miss and, and rode Arch to his next job, which could be the NFL or Alabama. 
you know, when you look three or four years down the road, because uh, Archie's not a freshman until 2023. Um, you know, and it's debatable if Really, if right now, if Florida is a better program than Ole Miss, it, it might not be, other than the larger stadium. Uh, and there, and there's some discussion of the LSU uh, opening in there as well, and um, also a story on Outkick right now about uh, Damone Clark guaranteeing a victory over the Aggies, the LSU linebacker. And we'll have uh, throughout the week more on the uh, Egg Bowl, the Iron Bowl, uh, and the uh, A&M game. Great. Thanks so much. Check in with you next week, and uh, hopefully we're talking about a brand-new coach at LSU. All right. Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, bud. Thanks so much. Uh, at LSU Beat Tweet, that's Glenn Gilbo. Uh, we'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is a time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Twas the season of cheer and joy filled the town, except for Scrooge with his perma-frown. The gift of a Peloton bike touched his soul without doubt. When your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. This Black Friday, get the original Peloton bike at our best holiday price ever, $1,495. All access membership separate. Terms apply. See website for details. Shop amazing Macy's Black Friday specials right now while supplies last, like select active styles, 25% off. Update your holiday look with boots from UGG and more designers, also 25% off. And get your beauty fix with 50% off Urban Decay, Smashbox, and more. Plus, get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Macy's stores are closed Thanksgiving Day. Your parents reached for Vicks when you were little. Now that you're a parent, Vicks Children's Botanicals Cough Syrup is what you reach for to help soothe coughs and clear mucus without drugs or high-fructose corn syrup. That's because it contains natural marshmallow root and ivy leaf to help soothe coughs and clear mucus associated with hoarseness, dryness, and irritants. So look for Vicks Children's Botanicals Cough Syrup, day or night formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, welcome back. I want to thank our guest, um, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick. 
Gary Smith will rejoin us on the program next week. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to be joined by Ali Gasell of the Bird Rights, followed by Sean Bazan of Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, they are your experts. Generator sales and service, that's their business. Uh, first of all, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for, get you a single-day install on the calendar. That's right, single-day install. And then financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time. That's come out all that money up front. New install quality check after one month. That's part of their customer service pledge. And then, yes, 24-7, 365 emergency service for all your generator uh, service. And, yes, if you have utilized that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, why don't you have Burkhardt come out and service that for you, get it ready for, again, the next time you need to utilize that generator. Generators and ser- sales and service, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You are listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll be right back. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps to take the show with you anywhere on the World Wide Web at ericasher.com and Nash FM 106.1. Podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base for on all podcasting platforms. And uh, Juan Kincaid joined me today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, that will be uh, broadcast on Thursday at 1 p.m. on LAE, 6 p.m. on LAE, uh, 10 p.m. on WLAE TV 2, Friday at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, it'll be up on our social media platforms probably on Thursday at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Thanks to Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the first hour. Adi Cassell is just a few minutes away to, from the bird rights talking some bells. We finish up uh, with uh, Sean Mazan of Fox 8 Sports. Just a quick note about some of our restaurants uh, that are part of our, uh, our sponsors. Uh, Katie's will be open regular hours uh, with the exception of Thanksgiving Day. Uh, they will open uh, at 11 and close at 5. Uh, Francesca will be closed on Friday, as will Bienvenue, but they will reopen on Saturday, regular business hours. All the Oceana family of restaurants are open throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. They will, will not close. They will be open late. Uh, so, again, uh, uh, whether you want them to cater your next, to cater your Thanksgiving, uh, you can contact them at one of the restaurants. They're catering. Uh, also, again, they'll be open. So, uh, throughout the Thanksgiving holiday, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Oceana, Hideout Bar, all are open for you uh, throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. The TikTok Cafe will only close between 1 p.m. and 10 p.m. On Thanksgiving Day, so Mike can allow his um, his uh, uh, workers to be able to have uh, Thanksgiving with their family. Uh, so they'll reopen at 10 p.m. So good news there. So good news at my house too. My wife read the uh, uh, the Dollar Tree story from Fox 8 that I sent her that said again the Dollar Tree is no more. They're now a dollar 25. She is inconsolable, but I will have Thanksgiving dinner. I was worried she'd be so depressed she may lay lay down in bed for the next two days, worried about Dollar Tree. But no, she'll be okay. And, yes, there will be Thanksgiving at the Asher House, so that's good news. Because I was really going to ask one of the listeners if I could come by and have dinner because I love me some Thanksgiving, no doubt about it, but it is good. So it's also good for James Franklin, the Penn State coach. He has uh, signed a new 10-year contract, uh, another another one of those LSU things, right? $7.5 million uh, per year through the life of the deal. Uh, again, he also gets a $1 million annual life insurance loan. Uh, the buyout will be, if he's ever fired for cause, the remaining salary plus the loan on the contract. So it'll be interesting to see again how that plays out. But remember, he was on on the early short list of coaches for the LSU job. He'd also been mentioned for the USC job as well. He re-signs with Penn State a new 10-year contract uh, for James Franklin at $7.5 million a year. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line. Uh, joining us on, on the program, <laughs> Rudy Dixon telling me there's a, there's a Black uh, Friday sale at Dollar Tree. What, what is it now, 75 cents on Black Friday, uh, Rudy? I believe so. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program is Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. How about yourself, buddy? Doing great. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, my friend. Always appreciate your time each and every week. Absolutely, and same to you, Eric. Regardless of what's going on in the sports scene in yeah. New Orleans, 
We we enjoy our holidays, so that's right. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And then look, I I did notice you retweeted my my USFL story. You're a little too young for the USFL, aren't you? I am. Yes. Yeah, I I only saw highlights a little bit here and there, and uh, in the '80s especially, I caught some stuff. But no, there's no good warm memories in my head. No, I didn't think so. A USFL was a heck of a league, man, in the short time that it was around. Uh, no no doubt about it. But when I saw that, I said, no, that's an Ollie's got to be a mess. Ollie's not old enough to know what the USFL is all about. Uh, but, uh, again, well, thanks for the retweet anyway. Well, I tell you what, tough times in, in Pelican land, huh? Ugh. Eric, you keep thinking we hit rock bottom, and then they put these probably the worst two games of the season, right? Lost in yes. Indiana, and especially this one at home, the Timberwolves last night. It was just, it was just bad. It really was, and 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 the term, you know, look for a while there. One of the things they could hang their hat on was they weren't turning the ball over a lot. But the last two games, was like fifty turnovers in two games. That's like that's like how it was in the beginning of the season. Exactly, and that's part of the problem. Of course, the fundamentals have slipped. Their focus, their attention to detail, just playing clean basketball. Something that I think Willie Green harps on them every single day. And like you said, they improved upon that, but they regress. So I have to think that the guys are getting a little bit tired. The losses are adding up. So you don't mm-hmm. quite have that same amount of focus. And these things happen on, on, you know, on bad teams at some point in the season. What do you think the thought process is moving Nikhil Alexander Walker out of the starting lineup? And, and I mean, he still got 27 minutes last night, but having him off the bench. Well, I think it was a couple things. Number one, he was struggling again. You know, before he got mm-hmm. demoted last night in the previous yes. four games, he only uh, scored in double figures, I believe, once, right? So that's not good. He's supposed to provide scoring for you more than really anything. And then, of course, you know, it could have been something to do with the effort that we've seen from this team in the last two days and Willie Green trying to drill them with some kind of lesson. Uh, Jackson Hayes hasn't played much. We saw Thomas Sadoransky. And uh, Garrett Temple drawing the start yep. in last night's game when you mm-hmm. thought maybe either Herb Jones, maybe another young guy would play uh, or be a starter, even if Nikhil wasn't. But that didn't happen. So I think there's a lot of things going on right now. And that's what Willie Green told us today after practice. The whole situation's fluid. He's like, look, we're a bad team. He said after yesterday's loss, you know, 3-15 and 15 team, we're going to keep looking for different combinations because we've got to find one that works. Do you think that combination also goes to the front office in terms of, again, maybe making some moves to try to strengthen this team? This team is obviously, again, revolves around Zion, and I don't think you know what you have until you have him. But I think at this point it's shown that without him, they're not a very good basketball team. No, they're not. I know everybody's waiting for Zion to get back. But I'll tell you what, another thing that's been surprising is Brandon Ingram's play since he's come back from injury. I would agree. You know, I can't remember the last time he had scored in single digits. So I looked it up, and it was uh, over a year ago in Oklahoma City where he got thrown out of a game. But he only lasted you know, a handful of minutes in that one. That's why he didn't get to 10. But last night he played 37 minutes and only scored nine points. So, like I said, this is, this is just a troubling trend for the Pelicans because – you should at least be able to hopefully rely on, on his all-star production, which is what, at least an average of about 25 points a game. And he's only topped 20 points just once in the last six. So that, like I said, if you don't have that and, and you're missing Zion and suddenly you're relying on role players, yeah, Eric, the records, you know, speaks for itself. They're not a very good team. Yeah, not at all. And I thought, again, they would just based off just on paper, uh, the moves they made, bringing in Valanchunas, uh, you know, bringing in Graham, uh, uh, you know, even Temple as as a leader, you know, that, 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 that mentor to a lot of the young players, I thought they would be better. 
and they look like they've regressed. Even again with a guy like Herb Jones coming in and playing as well as he has in his rookie campaign, which I never thought that again he'd be the defender that he that he was on, on the NBA level right away. I expected more really out of out of um, Murphy than I did out of Hayes coming out coming out of college. Yeah, we all thought that Herb Jones would be going into the G League, um, and Trey would be the one seeing minutes based on everything we saw in preseason and in the summer. But everything that you've said, Eric, you're right. Valanciunas looks like that that center, that two-way center, well, more, more an offensive center that you wanted always to see next to Zion. And he's been fantastic. You know, he had a streak of, what, I think 11 games of uh, uh, straight double-doubles, and that recently got snapped only because he missed getting one rebound, I believe. Yep. But he's been solid. He's now shooting all the way out to the three-point line. So you can't ask for anything more from him. Uh, Devontae Graham, he's missed three games. That's really hurt as well because uh, at least you had some kind of solid production from the backcourt. Now they have none. And as you can see, the last two games, the Pelicans are just woeful. I mean, if you don't have scoring guards in this league, you, you're, you're in a heck of a lot of trouble because that's, that, that's where the game's played today. So when you're starting Garrett Temple, Sadoransky, struggling Kyra Lewis, Nikhil, yeah, you're already giving the opponent at least 25 points or so. So you need your guys to be healthy, Devontae, Valanciunas. But the rest of the guys, it's the youth. The Pelicans had hoped that somebody would grow up. Um, Nikhil has shown his flashes, uh, but right now it looks like he's a little bit of a downturn. Kyra, who's yep. been down pretty much for all season, is finally turning things around. Jackson Hayes has just disappeared. He's not even in the rotation, and understandably so. He doesn't deserve any minutes. And then when you just look across the rest of the roster, you're right. Herb Jones has given you something, and it's scary, but he's probably been the third or fourth most important player. I mean, outside of what, Valanchunas, uh, Josh Hart, and then it's a toss-up with Graham and maybe Ingram. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Trey Murphy. I, I just don't know if he's even been given the opportunity right now. He goes, goes, gets out there in last night's game, plays a minute, gets yanked quickly. He, and it's kind of been like that for him. And sure, we see the mistakes, but it's apparent that Willie Green's trying to teach him um, because you're giving everybody else a leash for their mistakes, which aren't counting against them. But for some reason, Trey Murphy isn't getting the same run. So I think there's, a, like I said, a lot of things going on here. But either way, the Pelicans are not a good eight, nine-man product on the court for a full 48 minutes. Yeah, I would agree. I like to sell the bird rights as well. You know, Ali, I felt the same way with the burst minutes with, with Zion. You, look, Murphy's got to find his stroke, and he's got to be able to, again, get the confidence that he had in, 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 his, uh, in his college days in terms of knocking down the three. He didn't forget how to shoot the basketball. Again, it's a confidence factor at this point. And if you can't get him on the floor and allow him to, again, get hot maybe over a couple day, couple games, period, you, you, you're never going to see him get out of this slump. I mean, the only way to get out of a slump, you know, in baseball you hit yourself out of it, and in basketball you shoot yourself out of it. Right. And that's what's interesting because, well, during the first couple of weeks, he was seeing on average over 20 minutes a game. And they were living right. through his mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, he was consistent enough. I remember him shooting close to around 40% from three-point range, I want to say. But that's, that's definitely slipped. And he, like I said, he's not even getting any minutes whatsoever, not even cracking 10, I want to say, in four of the last five games. So I'm not quite sure. That's something that we honestly should probably ask Willie Green about. But – I don't know where else they're going to look, Eric. When you've got Devontae Graham out, you should be looking right. at Trey Murphy because if you can't space that floor, and Brandon Ingram saw it in the first possession, he was looking at mm -hmm. two or three defenders. I think that was part right. of the reason why he had trouble more so in last night's game than in any other game. And, the, you know, the coaching staff didn't do him any favors, like I said, by starting Sadaransky and Temple because opponents, they're going to ignore those two guys. Right. Um, 
Zion has his uh, bone scan tomorrow. If everything works out and he's and he's cleared to play, it's still a few weeks, right? Oh, you would have to think so. Um, and it, it, this just goes by, you know, just common sense to me more so than sure. talking to people. But, yeah, every two or three weeks he's been kind of just elevated. And so they're not going to suddenly allow him five-on-five five contact and then throw him out in the game next week. you got to think it's going to be a minimum of two to three weeks. And if everything goes well, then we probably can't expect him, like, middle of December, maybe December 10th or onward, pick a date, uh, but not at least until then. Look, we both know he's a ball-dominant guy. Uh, he's going to make a difference with any team that he comes back to. How much of a difference can he make with this team that, again, right now, look, it starts to be mental after a while when you can't win, when, you, when you're constantly mired in losing streaks and you can't seem to get yourself out of it. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's the savior or not, but – how do you think that works out with him coming back? I was worried about the team starting to play well and then him being a ball-dominant player, and then they have to come in and kind of change things around again. Right now they look like they need him bad. They're willing to change things around to get him on the floor. So at least, again, they have that inside scoring. And just look, that he has to be accounted for every time they go down on the floor, down on the offensive end. Right. If he can return, Eric, and he's not, like you said, suffering through those bursts where it's four minutes, every time out he's on a course, so he's not even giving you much more than 16 minutes and not even able to make a dent. If it's not that, and he's allowed to play like at least mid-20s, then I think he'll honestly have a good impact. I mean, think back to when Brandon Ingram came back from his injury. That might have been the Pelicans, to me, best win because they uh, mm-hmm. routed the Memphis Grizzlies where they went wire to wire. And B.I. didn't have a very good game. I think he had like 19, 20, 21 points on not very good shooting, but that was a nice boost to the rest of the team, and we saw that in the huddle. And it kind of carried over the next game where against the Washington Wizards away, they, they dominated them in the first half, but they unfold in the second half. I think if you get Zion back and he's able to provide you that uh, consistent scoring, something B.I. hasn't been able to do for you, I think that combined with, like I said, that emotional uplifting of getting your superstar back would do wonders for this team. And then mm-hmm. you win a couple of games, you know that as well as I do, Eric. The confidence suddenly changes, especially with the yes. young guys. Suddenly the basket looks a lot bigger. You don't have to be relied upon. I think that would help everything immensely. Ali, at what point does um, does David Griffin, Trajan Langdon start to shake this team up, with a trade or, or, or some long, some long, something along those lines? And then my second part of this question is, is David Griffin able to do this uh, with the blessing of ownership? Considering, again, we've seen this before with Dell Demps, where Dell Demps kind of was hamstrung uh, toward the end of his, his tenure. Is that the same situation with David Griffin, or does he still have carte blanche to do what he wants in terms of personnel moves? Yeah, I'll start off with your second question, and I think it does differ from Dell Demps a few years ago. He's not on the same precarious edge, despite the fact that the Pelicans are 3-16, and that Griff's never produced a winner. I mean, let's, let's remember, Gail Benson and their ownership group, even when it was under Tom, they give a long leash to whoever's making a lot of decisions here, whether it's with the coaches or the guy in the front office. And so I fully expect, and from people I've talked to, that it's going to happen with Griff. He's not going to go anywhere until, until at least the end of this season, regardless of how poorly they're doing. So that, to me, means that he's going to definitely be allowed to make trades. Of course, that he may have to ask uh, or, or at least run it by certain people and probably get a vote of confidence from Trajan and maybe a few others. But overall, no, he's going to be allowed to make deals. I fully expect for that. But as for when, I think you've got to wait till Zion's back. Right, Eric? I mean, mm-hmm. like yeah. you said, like we all know, we don't know what this team looks like when healthy. So we've got to at least first have a glimpse of it. 
So give that for maybe, what, three to four weeks when Zion's back. And once he looks, you know, honestly fully healthy, can play 30 minutes, then you can start evaluating uh, potential moves. Really, really tough, tough time now for the New Orleans Pelicans. And, and, and look, basketball fans here in New Orleans who are just begging for something to cheer about. You know, uh, they get people, the fans in New Orleans get a bad rap. Uh, you know, I mean, in, in terms of, again, support of the franchise. Uh, again, they, they have had nothing to support for years now. And, and again, the, the, the hardcore fans continue to be able to support this team. They do. And I'm glad you're mentioning this because when I first started covering a team, I, don't, I didn't know of hardly anybody uh, that was vocally supportive because social media wasn't around. But now that it is, mm-hmm. I feel like that's reached out to a lot of fans who have brought them in regardless of the losing. And now they're all on the same page. They're not arguing, bickering, um, wanting for the team to get blown up. No, they just want to get some win. They want to see this group win because they actually generally like the roster like we all do. And they, sure? they just want that underperformance to seize. Yeah, it's, it's just a tough time, no doubt about it. Ali, thanks for the time as always. Let the folks know about your great site, how folks can, uh, can get involved, and how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric. You can follow us along over at The Bird Rights. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And you can find all of our articles, all of our game coverage, analysis, podcasts over there. So we're in the middle of the season. There's four games a week right now. There's a lot going on. Hopefully there'll be a lot of positive just around the corner with Zion news getting announced tomorrow. Yep, no doubt. Hopefully that's good news as well. We'll chat next week. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Eric, and all your listeners out there. There you go. Thanks again. At Ali Cassell on uh, Twitter, and, of course, it's the Bird Rights. Got, got to check out the site if you're a Pelican fan. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. 106.1 Nash Icons. Nash Ticket Bash. The only station in New Orleans with tickets for you to see. Clint Black, Eric Church, Dana Jay, and Luke Combs. Get the code to text every weekday while you work with Scott Innes. The Nash Ticket Bash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061. Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is making Medicare easier than ever with the new FindRx coverage tool. Compare plans online, over the phone, or in person for free. Find the plan that's right for you, plus low-cost copays by visiting walgreens.com slash Medicare. 10 westbound, your delays are heavy from just past St. Bernard to the airport. Look out for delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from the Bonnet Carey Spillway to veterans and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling on the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are heavy from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, in the market for a new system for your home or your business. Don't sign that contract with any other company. You at least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. First of all, the honesty, uh, the reliability, the service before and after the sale, second to none. And, of course, Nate's certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. Then the uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. They know your time is valuable. They want you sitting home all day long waiting on the AC guy to show up. Again, they'll give you 30 minutes to be able to get home. Go, you go take care of your errands, do what you need to do, even go to work if you need to. Uh, again, that's all about how how you get treated uh, by Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, customer, uh, uh, customer service is job one before and after the sale. Looking for a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. I um, uh, do want to mention uh, Golden Tate was signed today by the um, Tennessee Titans. They cut Adrian Peterson, by the way. Um, and when, when I saw that, I, I thought that Tate had signed with another team previously. And, look, I know the Saints are cap-strapped right now. They really are, okay? Um, they had to maneuver money uh, with, with the uh, Houston Texans to be able to get Roby in. Um, and, and the Texans were willing to do that because they're in a salary purge. They had to do the same with, Ing- with Ingram. I mean, and you look at what Roby and Ingram have meant to this team thus far. I mean, uh, you know, huge. 
Okay, even though Adebo has played well, they're they're splitting snaps about 50-50, Roby and Adebo. But, you know, Ingram coming in, he's done a great, great job. But, man, they just need so much help at the wide receiver position. And I just do not understand the hesitation in going after some veteran players that maybe could help the roster here. You know, I'm going to talk about this with Sean Vazan when he comes in. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Taysom Hill. Look, you guys know I'm, I'm not a big fan of Taysom Hill as a quarterback. I don't think he can be an NFL starting quarterback. But I do think he can be a guy that could come in as a backup for two, three, four, five games and give you a spark with the type of a quarterback that he is if he is going to be a running quarterback. If he's going to try to, again, channel his inner Drew Brees and be a drop-back passer in the pocket, you're wasting, again, um, what makes Taysom Hill special. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see ultimately if he gets time. Now, I will say this. Um, Trevor Simeon is doing all the interviews this week, um, which is a starting quarterback normally does. Um, the concussion has probably held back uh, Taysom Hill in terms of his ability to be able to get on the field and to play the quarterback position. And then last week it was the foot injury. Uh, but, you know, even though, again, I'm not a huge fan of him as a, as a quarterback, I think he's more valuable as a jack-of-all-trades. I think with, again, the, the lack of talent at the wide receiver position, he would help. Look, at him, again, I mentioned this to, to Juan Kincaid on, on, the, on the TV show today. Don't, don't get fooled. Don't let fool's goal take over here. You know, the Saints get behind early. Teams are at that point start to protect their lead. Where they're playing tight man-to-man defense on, on, on the wide receivers early, they go back into a zone and play more of a soft coverage when they get the big lead. Well, then that's when the Saints make their move, okay? Uh, I'm not knocking Trevor Simeon, but he's bringing the team back and putting points on the board uh, against, again, a, a, a defense that's, that's playing softer in the defensive backfield. And this particular, de- uh, this particular wide receiving core can, 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 can get open uh, against the zone. They can't get open against man-to-man. If Taysom Hill was a quarterback, his ability to one, two reads and then run, you've got to respect that. So, again, that means that from jump, the, those receivers would probably have more of a softer coverage, and maybe you could move the ball more effectively. Look, I'm not knocking uh, Trevor Simeon. He, I think he's done as much as what he has with his talent and with the talent that is surrounding him. But at some point, this team needs a spark, and I think the spark has to be Taysom Hill at this point. It's just unfortunate that he has been injured because this, if anything, this could be a, a you know a, a an opportunity to see him for you know uh, games where he's not looking over his shoulder about the possibility of Drew Brees coming back or whatever. So we'll see. I certainly hope to be able to see him on Thursday night against Buffalo because they they desperately need some type of spark on offense. Uh, where, again, they, they are just falling behind and, and just not able to compete at a high level. All right, now, look, injuries have a lot to do with that, okay? We get, you cannot have the type of injuries the Saints have suffered uh, this year and then think you're going to be able to overcome it simply because, you know, they got a fleur-de-lis on the side of their helmet. Uh, they, they lost a lot of great players in the offseason, quality depth, guys that are starting for other teams that could have started for this team except they were so deep. Uh, and you don't get over that. It's hard to get over that, especially when you have the rash of injuries they had. But with that said, you've got to utilize everything that you have in, in, in the building right now, and they're not utilizing Taysom Hill. And I've got to believe the injury is the real reason why. All right, we're going to take a break. 
Um, before we do, I want to remind everybody about our restaurant partners. Uh, Katie's is open um, throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. They'll be open on Thanksgiving Day from 11, from 11 to 5 p.m. Uh, Francesca by Katie's, Bienvenue on Hickory are both closed on, on, on Thanksgiving Day, but we'll, we'll reopen on Friday uh, and, through, and throughout their regular hours on the weekend. All the Oceana family of restaurants are open. Uh, that's uh, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. They're open on Thanksgiving Day, open throughout the Thanksgiving holiday, as well as the Hideout Bar. And the Tic Tac Cafe will be, um, will be closed on Thanksgiving Day from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. But other than that, they're open 24 hours a day. Uh, so, again, that's our restaurant partners. And Sports Beat also uh, going to be open as well if you want to be able to get out there and grab a drink uh, with, with friends or maybe grab a bite. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Be joined by Sean Bazana, Fox 8 Sports. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm Eric Asher. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NOLACumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. 
Diamonds Direct celebrates the holidays with you with a magical offer to make your dream gift more affordable than ever. Starting this Friday, we're offering four years zero interest financing. Has she been dreaming of a new engagement ring, a bigger diamond, an elegant pair of diamond earrings, or a stunning diamond eternity band? With this amazing offer, you can afford to go big this Christmas. Just pick any item, get the unbeatable value price Diamonds Direct is known for, and spread your payments over four years with zero interest. Think about a $9,000 designer ring comes out to just $188 a month. At Diamonds Direct, our showcases are filled this year with gifts you'll absolutely love. Gifts that will last a lifetime. Colored gemstones, all new designer jewelry from New York and LA, and the biggest collection of rare precious diamonds we've ever offered. It all starts Black Friday. Diamonds Direct special holiday finance offer. Get holiday hours, directions, and see exclusive online Black Friday offers at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. So happy to have Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joining us on the program today since I will be out on Wednesday. Maybe it's because when he was born, I was there standing next to his dad, looking at him through the window, and again, he was just his eyes were opening up just a little bit. Maybe that's why he decided to join us today. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Got to help you out, man. I know you're taking the, uh, the rest of the week off here. So, yeah, no problem. Glad to be with you tonight. Glad to have you, brother. Hey, uh, Sean, before we get started on the Saints, I do want to ask you about LSU. I had Glenn Gilbert on earlier today. He wrote an article. Again, he thinks Lincoln Riley, Napier, or uh, Dave Aranda are the final three with maybe, again, uh, Lincoln Riley kind of fading. Uh, it's been really eerily quiet the last three days on, on, on the head coaching search. Are you hearing anything? No, and that's, that's um, shocking, if, if, if you will. And it's funny because there was another report out from I believe football scoop, uh, which is right. really a, a pretty a, a pretty good um, publication, especially when it comes to coaching hires. And there were a couple of different names, and it almost feels like this has been kind of uh, the latest round of leaks, if you will. Um, again, it's almost feels strategic just to put some names out there and maybe throw some people off. So um, I don't know. I do know if that is indeed the case, and it's Matt Campbell or Billy Napier or Dave Miranda. Um, I like all three of those guys, but it would not necessarily be the, the, the sexy home run hire that you would expect from Scott Woodward. But I, I don't know. And the fact – I mean, this is kind of how you know Woodward works a little bit. Um, I think we got a little bit of that in the uh, the baseball search, but this is obviously on a bigger scale. Um, it, it's it's weird because credible sources and, and Gilbo and, uh, you know, the, as I mentioned before, the, uh, the football scoop mm-hmm. staff, or sure. uh, I can't remember the exact name, all very credible. And to have kind of different, I think Feldman's name was in the mix as well, uh, throwing the different names and different uh, scenarios out there. It doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason or any consistency with the three well-respected publications with three sort of different takes on the search. I think that goes to show you just where they're at. No one seems to know right now. And, yeah, um, and- that generally seems to be how Scott Wilber works. Yeah, and, but again, a lot of people are anticipating something by this weekend or early next week. So I guess maybe the closer we get, uh, the quieter it gets. We know James Franklin signed a new 10-year deal with Penn State today. He had been rumored to be, again, leaning toward a possible USC. Uh, again, uh, I know earlier they talked about him here in New War- um, here in LSU, but again, that kind of faded as well. So again, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Tell you what, before we jump in the Saints, we've got a, a caller on the line who wants to make a comment or a question about the Saints. Kurt is in New Orleans. Kurt, welcome. You're almost Sean Pazan of Fox 8 Sports. Hey, Eric. Uh, how you doing, Hey, Sean? Kurt. I had a question. You know, Taysom Hill, last year when he played the Eagles, last year, 
the one game he lost out the four, the three, you know, one three out of four games started. He kind of, at the end of that game, he didn't run a whole lot. He didn't kind of do things. People thought he could have still won that game at the end of that game. And then, it, to me, it kind of bled into the competition with Winston. You know, he wanted to prove that he could go from the pocket. He could do everything from the pocket. He lost mm-hmm. weight. But it, it just kills me because the one attribute, the one attribute that he was drafted on, the one attribute Sean Payton loved the Steve Youngness about him and everything, the one thing that, that sets him apart, he just has failed. He just hasn't continued to use. And I just feel like, I don't know, man, it, it just kind of blows my mind that, he didn't get hurt, actually. You know, coincidentally, he didn't get hurt recently playing a quarterback position either. And I just wonder right. if he would have let it go, let it fly, be who he's supposed to be, be who he was, even in competition with Winston. I understand Winston threw 5,000 yards, you know, and, and, you know, and he was the better you know, pocket passer, mm-hmm. more experienced. But at the end of the day, the one attribute that sets him apart, he didn't let it go. He didn't, to me, it's like, it's like, Vic, it's like Michael Vick versus Matt Ryan. Look, y'all can have a competition, but Michael, you can't run. You know, and I'm not saying they didn't tell him not to run. But right. can you understand where I'm coming from? Can Absolutely you understand, understand from? where you're coming from. And I agree 100%. I mean, he can channel his inner Drew Brees all he wants as a pocket passer, but his greatest attribute is his ability to be able to run the football and to be able to throw on the run, and he hasn't done it. Kurt, thank you for the phone call. Happy Thanksgiving. Let me get Sean to answer, because Sean saw him every, Sean saw every snap in camp. Sean? Yeah, it was. It's a good take. Well, first off, he wasn't drafted, so just let, let's kind of set the record straight there. He was never drafted, but nonetheless, yeah, I understand his point. But um, I thought both guys in camp were guarding against their um, the, the negativity on their scouting report, blue, and trying to guard against that a little bit. You definitely saw that last year in Taysom's four games playing. He didn't quite cut it loose with a throwing the football and b being able to cut it loose while running the football as well. Uh, it's almost like he really wanted to prove he could play uh, in that system. I thought that that popped up a bit in training camp and in the preseason as well. So um, I, I'm right there with you. And if he ever got the opportunity to get back on the field as a quarterback, um, I think he would – He, I, if I were giving him advice, it would be be you. Be you. Be yes. the athlete that you yes. are. You, you know, you can make the passes, obviously. Uh, you can you can certainly work from the pocket, but do not abandon uh, what is a very special attribute you have, and that's the ability uh, to break containment and, and run if he has to. I mean, I, I think it would be uh, a, a, a it would be a negative for him to, to not use that. So I agree with, the, with the, where the call is coming from there. So um, we'll see if he ever gets his opportunity to play quarterback. Trevor Simeon talked today in the usual starting quarterback spot, so mm-hmm. I have no idea which way they're going. So, um, but if he ever gets back on the field, hey, man, let it rip. When I say let it rip, not just throwing it. I mean running it as well. What was your take on what happened to him on Sunday? He had the foot injury, and, but yet he was the backup quarterback. And, uh, again, he didn't seem too enthusiastic on that sideline when the Fox uh, uh, cameras kept hitting on him. So weird. I, I, I didn't understand it. Um, it was like he was good enough to be the emergency backup, if you will, and they dropped the in-book down. Um, it could have been a numbers thing with other, in other positions, which is what Deuce was kind of alluding to last night on our show. Um, but really, it was just odd um, that he was up, but only in a very, very specific role to play in a game where they clearly needed some weapons on the field. So, um, I, I, look, they had a bunch of injuries going up, you know, going up there. And if you were kind of around Peyton all week, you know he was a little bit edgy, a little bit uh, had anxiety about that game because of those injuries, and I think you saw why. Um, so to not have him on the field was certainly interesting. I, I don't know that I've ever seen it like that where 
you had him up, and uh, but it's only for the backup role, and it's just you were down skill position players as it was, and yes. uh, you put the other quarterback, the rookie, uh, dropped him down to a healthy scratch. It was it was weird. It, there was a weird flow that entire morning, Eric. That Sunday morning going up to that game, I remember talking to Deuce, Jeff Duncan, just feeling like, man, I just don't have a good feeling about this game. You just feel like this this tension in the air or just kind of this this anxiety in the air, and then I mm-hmm. think you kind of saw that play out on the field. What's your take on the extension for um, for Taysom? Four-year extension, $40 million for four seasons. Uh, for the next four seasons, $22.5 million guarantee. Uh, $95 million uh, it could have ballooned to if he plays starting quarterback. And I thought you were spot on on your tweet immediately after the contract was signed about the dead money. So expound on that and then your thoughts on the, on the contract. Well, this is a brilliant cap move, um, once again, um, because he was going to count $8.9 million and he was not going to be on the roster in 2022. Those voidable years, that's what happens. You know, the, the bill comes due despite the, the years where you spread out the contract or the life of the dead money. But the second he becomes a free agent, which in 2022 he would have been, that bill becomes due at $8.9 million. So he would have counted on their books for $8.9 million and not been on the roster. This lowers that cap hit. Uh, I don't know what the exact numbers are going to be, but they would not have done it had they not, if it does not lower that cap hit. Plus, you get a good football player on your roster for at least another uh, two years when you talk about the guaranteed money, but it's four years on the books in terms of uh, the contract, four years, $40 million, $22 million guaranteed. Don't get lost in the $40 million floor versus the $95 million ceiling. That's yeah. basically, if it becomes a starting quarterback, the incentives are going to be built into where only an obvious starting quarterback can reach those incentives and he can earn that money. So that's a little, it was a little bit, uh, kind of convoluted the way Schefter originally worded that tweet, but basically this was a cap move, and they've gained cap space in 2022 while adding Taysom Hill to your roster, a, a very versatile Swiss Army knife type football player. And if he becomes a starting quarterback, uh, he can make some money uh, as well in that role. My buddy Scott Valley from CNC Drugs just sent me a text. Uh, breaking news, Thomas Morstead has signed with the Falcons. Your reaction? Oh, my goodness. Is that real? That happened? What I understand, yes, sir. Oh my goodness, uh, that's interesting. Thomas Morris yep. signs with the Falcons. Mm. He's oh my goodness, he is black and gold through and through. Even with through and as through. Remember the Jets? He was talking about the Saints. Um, yep. Wow. You got to go where you got to go, I guess, to get the opportunity. But man, that that's a shocker right there. That's huge. That is no. You're right because he was tweeting about the Saints constantly. Yeah, no, it was. He's black and gold all the way through. They want to talk about the dead cap for a, a moment. Now, because as soon as you tweeted that yesterday, I went and started looking at the dead cap. There are about $12 million in dead cap money next year right now, with about 11 of that with, uh, is Drew Brees' cap number. But then they got $13 million in dead cap for Armstead. Uh, a lot of people want to see Cam Jordan out the door. $23 million in dead money if they ultimately cut him. Uh, to your point where you just mentioned about Taysom, they would have to do something with Armstead before the season ends if they want to be able to, again, uh, get away from this $13 million in dead money that's going to be sitting out there. And a lot of that has to do with both uh, Gord Jordan, Jordan and Armstead because they renegotiated their deal so many times for this team mm-hmm. to open up cap room to allow the players to be able to come in under the cap. Yeah, that's um, and that's that dead money, that, that, don't, that doesn't even factor in the fact that it's all built in, but they if you're looking at the side I looked at, they're currently at fifty four million dollars over the cap before um the, the the Armstead dead money gets factored in, if I'm not wow. mistaken. So wow. um yeah, that that's the cost of doing business when you do the voidable years, when you do the contract restructures, and I think Armstead has done it basically every year 
um, since he signed that lucrative deal. And I don't know if it's a guarantee that Armstead is back next year. He's a free agent. Obviously, he's injured right now, so he's been often injured. Um, he was limited today in practice, which is obviously a good sign. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, he'd be north of 30, I believe, at that point. So I, I don't know what they do with that. I mean, because at some point, like you said, the bill comes due. Uh, it's just a matter of do the Saints want to basically swallow that and eat that, or do you bring him back for another quote unquote one year deal where you do the five or four or five, you know, avoidable years behind it and just, mm-hmm. you know, push that payment back another year, which is something they're perfectly capable of doing. They've done it a lot, but it's, it's amazing how much they've been able to take advantage of that loophole. But uh, I don't think he's the only player like that. I think Winston's like that. I think there's a couple other players as well that, that, that if they're not on the roster, they're still going to account for uh, the Saints on their dead money books. Almost feel unfair in asking you this because we have no idea who's going to be up for the game. But your thoughts on Buffalo? I think that's. I mean, have you looked at their stats, Eric? Their team stats. How that team is six and four? I have no idea. Right. They've got an ex, a great roster. They're in the top five in total offense and total defense, passing offense and passing defense. Number two in the NFL in taking the ball away. Number two in the NFL in interceptions uh, on defensive interceptions. So not throwing interceptions, but getting interceptions. They just ran into a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a bump in the road here, losing two out of their last three. But this is a really good football team. Yes, it is. And I think it just underscores the fact that the best team in the NFL versus the worst team in the NFL, the separation is about a touchdown. I've always said mm-hmm. that. I mean, they lost to Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, sure. How did that happen? Um, so they have to adjust. They're desperate. The Saints are desperate. So it should be an interesting matchup Thursday night and thank, uh, on Thanksgiving night. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of Thanksgiving, you guys will have your pregame show. Are y'all going to have a postgame show as well? No postgame, but we'll have a pregame show from 5.30 to 7 p.m. on Fox 8. And, of course, uh, tonight overtime, is that what it is? Overtime tonight. Uh, tomorrow night we'll have game plan. Uh, we'll have our Fox right. 8 Live tailgate show, as I just said, Thursday. Friday we'll have our um, – uh, Fox Friday State night football. football Friday, yeah, Friday, yeah. Fox State football Friday, and it's going to be a big one. Brother Martin Jasmine with a state chance to go to the state title game at Tag Gorman, among a bunch of other local games uh, that we'll have up uh, Friday at ten thirty-five as well. So, yeah, we got a busy week up ahead. Yep, and of course you'll have your brother Martin Maroon on as well, right? Hey, man, I'm neutral when I'm hosting that show. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't show favoritism when I'm hosting that show, but uh, I, I might go make an appearance at that game at Tag Gorman. There you go. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I had to throw the maroon in there because your dad and I obviously went to De La Salle. So that's right. It would be crimson, not maroon. That is correct. That is correct. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, uh, Sean, to you and your family. And happy birthday. I want you right now to throw a little shout, a little happy birthday to somebody special to you, right? Yeah, the wife, man. She gets better with age. Uh, My wife, Ashley, she's uh, celebrating a birthday today. She's had a great day. She went to the spa with her. Her friends today, and uh, it's uh, always a fun week, Thanksgiving week, because it's uh, Thanksgiving and always her, her birthday around that time as well. So happy birthday to Ashley. There you go. Happy birthday, Ashley. Thanks, Sean. We'll talk next week, bud. All right. Appreciate it. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports. All right, folks, don't forget, AC breaks down, heater breaks down. You need help. Call my friends at Burkhart. They'll be working throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. It's acpromise.com. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, and truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Diamonds Direct celebrates the holidays with you with a magical offer to make your dream gift more affordable than ever. Starting this Friday, we're offering four years zero interest financing. Has she been dreaming of a new engagement ring, a bigger diamond, an elegant pair of diamond earrings, or a stunning diamond eternity band? With this amazing offer, you can afford to go big this Christmas. Just pick any item, get the unbeatable value price Diamonds Direct is known for, and spread your payments over four years with zero interest. Think about a $9,000 design ring comes out to just $188 a month. At Diamonds Direct, our showcases are filled this year with gifts you'll absolutely love. Gifts that will last a lifetime. Colored gemstones, all-new designer jewelry from New York and L.A., and the biggest collection of rare, precious diamonds we've ever offered. It all starts Black Friday. Diamonds Direct special holiday finance offer. Get holiday hours, directions, and see exclusive online Black Friday offers at DiamondsDirect.com. On approved credit. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. 
All right, welcome back. I want to thank our guests today, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick, Ali Cassell of The Bird Rights, Sean Mazzana of Fox 8 Sports. I want to thank Rudy back at studio for producing. I want to thank all of our great sponsors. Sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for slash for the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. My apologies to the callers who were on the line that I couldn't get to. Um, I'll be better next time. I just time constraints just couldn't do that. Uh, get to it today. And, of course, as always, I uh, want to thank you for listening. Thanks so much for tuning into the program. Certainly appreciate it. Remember, Juan Kincaid joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Make sure you check that out. And I wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your, uh, your, your day. Enjoy your weekend with family and friends. And uh, I'm on a little mini vacation until Monday. Uh, with that said, thanks for everything. Appreciate you guys tuning in the program. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. And to all those out there, again, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. My name is Eric Asher. Until Monday, have a wonderful weekend. My name is, uh, and uh, we'll do it all over again then. Uh, and as always, we end with, from the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Without a fight, better know that right.